What's up, my friends, and welcome to today's episode of Forte Catholic. I'm so glad that you are here spending some time with us. Father Anthony and I have a great conversation today. Uh, we start off the show looking uh, at episode 300 and the uh, the uh, so, uh, so much fun we had with the absolute debacle that it was. Uh, we finish up some reminiscing that we didn't get to because we got derailed that entire episode uh, slash celebration. Um, we also talk about some of the responses that we got to episode 300 and it was very, very fun. We also talk about um, a very interesting mass that my wife and I went to when we were on vacation. I have a lot of questions for the priest of like, what could I have done better? Because it did not go very well. And it did not seem to be my fault. But I want to know, is there anything that I could have done better in this scenario? And then finally, uh, we bring back a game that we've only played twice um, called Is This a Sin? Uh, where I present things to Father Anthony that are kind of weird and off the wall that may or may not be from my actual real life and real experience. We hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you do, please subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic, or wherever you are listening to this podcast. Enjoy. Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Father Anthony Scaramucci Serapa. Hello, Father. Hey, long time no see, Taylor. I know. It's been an entire week. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I have so much to say. I'm very excited because you are very excited about all the content you have. So this should be interesting. It's been an, it's been an eventful week. So uh, long story short, just kind of prep you for the show. Uh, last week, we celebrated... Uh, 300 episodes, um, mm-hmm. which means that the week before I had to suffer the 300th episode, uh, yes. getting all of you guys together. It was an absolute mess. I'm interested to see your thoughts um, now that we've had a, a week uh, away from from episode 300, uh, how you thought. I feel like my thoughts have changed about it since okay. since it's released, yeah. um, but um, I've also gone on vacation, so I've had a lot of times to think, and anytime mm-hmm. I have time to think... It's dangerous and exciting. Uh, (laughs) uh, And then just a lot has happened. So um, the first thing that I would like to share is one of the recent comments we got on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. You should subscribe right now. You can join 1,100 other people. We finally hit the thousand mark. We're very excited. I got the greatest piece of like hate mail, hate comment I've ever gotten, like to the point that it made me so happy. Like hate mail that made you happy. Yeah, they tried to ruin my day, and yeah. I laughed out loud and, like, smiled the rest of the day. Like, <laughs> first of all, it made me so happy in and of itself. But secondly, sure. knowing that I could come on here and talk about it, it was like a yeah. whole other wave of happiness, like, the next day when I was like, <laughs> oh, I can share this. So okay. somebody on YouTube commented on one of our videos, mm-hmm. um, and all it said, short, simple, it said, I would rather watch Morbius. that's such a good diss wow it it brought me so much joy because everybody hates on morbius and it's like a meme now but like i was just like this guy doesn't like me and he's trying to ruin my day (laughs) but he doesn't know me well enough to know that that actually is hilarious and i respect it yeah it's the great it's the greatest comment i've ever gotten More clever hate mail on the YouTube channel, please. <laughs> and what's great is, like, what people don't understand on YouTube, how the YouTube algorithm works, 
Because they just want engagement. They want people. Yeah. The more views that something gets, obviously, the more that YouTube will push it. But literally to them, a thumbs up and a thumbs down is the exact same thing. Because yes. all it is is people interacting, and they're like, hey, other people interacted with this. So, like, one of the most popular videos ever was, like, a Call of Duty, like, trailer when it came out. And everybody hated it so much. It had, like, 12% of people liked it, but yeah. 88% of people disliked it. And it just, it got millions of views because people yeah. were like, oh, you got to watch this. It's like a hate watch, you know, just like yeah. the guy watching this show that would rather watch Morbius. It was great. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're, we're getting some uh, some hate views. For sure, for sure. I mean, 300 episodes in. We talked last week. I've made a lot of friends and a lot of enemies through this yep. show. So um, I, I had my thoughts both uh, d- before, during, and after the recording of episode 300 last week. Mm-hmm. Um, how were your thoughts? Uh, what were your – you know, it's, we're a week removed. How do you think it went? Well, okay, so I, my, my thoughts have changed as well. Um, at the beginning, I was excited to do it and had a lot of fun, just tons of fun. Uh, recording and talking with with uh, with everybody, it was just great. Um, then I realized, you know, normally when we're doing this podcasting thing, you know, we we've done this before. I've got my podcast, you've got this one. I'm, you know, we talk to each other as real friends, but we're also very aware that we're creating a product. Last episode, I did not care about anything. <laughs> I was having too much fun to care about. Is does this make sense? Is this good to listen to? I I didn't care. Didn't get, did not care at all. And uh, it was funny because John was saying this is gonna be the best episode ever. You can get a million views. I'm like, probably not. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. I don't care. And then I and I thought about it a little bit. I was like, hmm, should I care? And I was like, you know what? No, because Taylor, it's your fault that we're friends. <laughs> it's my you fault. chose us to be your co-host. show. Is my fault. You're right. <laughs> and you said like. 300 episode. I'm going to try to have as many of my co-hosts on as possible. And then finally, my last final thought was, um, I can't imagine how much more chaotic it would have been if Liv was there. Because now that because <laughs> it was just insane, which is three of us. If Liv was there, I think our recording equipment would have blown up in smoke and or you have blown up in smoke. I don't, no, I don't think like I legitimately think like the show would have ended at 299. Uh, yeah. 300 would have been recorded and never released and I would have given up on life. <laughs> yes. But, you know, it's funny because I, w- I was shocked because I think that it's the one of the few times I've seen you basically speechless on your podcast. Uh, I remember like you, everyone was talking everything and like, wow, Taylor's just sitting there enduring this so much of it you just sat there and just took it (laughs) didn't jump in didn't say anything just like let the chaos ensue i'm like oh he gave up he gave up a little bit there (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so it was it's very funny it's funny that you noticed and it's interesting hearing your thoughts because i kept looking at the screen and I just kept yeah. doing – it's this weird thing for the audio listeners. Essentially, you know how Zoom meeting works. There was four yeah. four rectangles, right? And yeah. I just kept looking up at you. And then I would look at Allison, and I would look at John, and then I would look at myself. And I was like, I think I hate every second of this. I think Anthony is kind of frustrated. And I think Allison and John – are in absolute heaven. They loved yeah. every second of it. And I could tell, like, the podcaster in you is a little – you know, it could be like – yes, but. Like you said, you're like, oh, I don't care where this goes or about structure or anything. And it's like, yeah, I tried to have structure. And then like halfway through the first segment, I was like, yeah, 
there's 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 no wrangling these people. It's just no. not. I just have to give up and give in <laughs> and just let it happen. And I honestly don't know what happened last episode. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. tell you. And uh, it's like John was so excited. I think you're right that John and Allison definitely had the most fun by far. Um, but John was so excited that he wants to do this like once a month is what he and was saying. Both of us in chorus. It was like, this is how the last episode went. It was like, I'll be back next week. See ya. And immediately at that moment, John's like, we need to do this every month. I'll coordinate it. It'll be my episode. And I'm like, no, both you and I just looked at each other. We're like, absolutely not. So many levels of no. One, John would not coordinate it, period. He's not going to. I can't coordinate with him. I can't schedule one episode a month with him. It's so difficult. (laughs) Two, like, it's okay to have, like, a fun kind of self-indulgent episode, gimmick episode once in a while. If we did it once a month, your viewership would just end. It would just destroy the podcast. It would be self-sabotage. And, and, you know, as fun as it was... it was exhausting. That was a, oh, yeah. a lot of energy expended in a one hour, however long we talked. Oh, it was like, it was two. It took two. <laughs> so just a peek behind the curtain. If yeah. we're in a rush, we can record this. We can get on, say hi, record the show and be out in about an hour. 10 It's about the sure. fastest we can do it. It's an hour yeah. show. We can do it in about an hour. 10 with, you know, just kind of the technical stuff and all, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, about average is probably about an hour, 20, hour, 30, because that's just the 10 to 20 minutes of just me and whoever's co-hosting, talking, having fun, talking about life, checking in. You know, it, it could have been a month since we last talked, just kind of checking in with each other. It took two hours, two hours, <laughs> and you had to go. Allison had to go. John was eating it up. I'm trying to get us to finish the segment, and I'm like, I don't even know what segment we're in anymore. I don't know what's yeah. happening. <laughs> and you know the thing is like taylor if if you were like hey we are doing this every month i would show up because like i said it was fun for me don't get me wrong it was fun once i realized what was happening what this was and wasn't but uh i i would be worried about you for sure for sure um so here it's funny because uh that's never been an option for me one thing that i've mulled in the past before i've never shared this with anybody so uh, j- just, you know, just me and you and nobody else is listening. I want to share okay, this okay. with you. I've thought about doing, you know, you talk about gimmicky episodes every now and then. Like once, a, you know, the, 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 you know, the five year, seven year anniversary, the 300 show, like every now and then we do something special, get everybody together, or do a big shebang and bring back old guests and stuff. Every now and then we'll do that. But I was like, T- Taylor gets tired sometimes. Uh, yeah. What would it be like if like. Anthony and Allison recorded an episode of Fort the Catholic. Oh my gosh. And not Taylor or John and Liv. That one probably wouldn't be good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But like mixing and matching and kind of seeing, or whether it was a segment and then I came back on and responded or whatever. Like, I was like, what would that even look like? And now I'm not sure which one would stress me out more me not being there or me being there with everyone. (laughs) That's interesting because it would be like, so you with everyone is, you not being able to change anything, but you might have some semblance. Like you can stop the, you can press the stop record button. There is right. some semblance of control there, right? But you just having to watch your podcast, which you have you have hosted for <laughs> six, seven, ten thousand years, yeah. be destroyed, and you not be <laughs> able to do a thing about it. Just watch it burn in front of your ears. Right. I think that would be worse. I did too. Uh, I never thought anything would rival that. And I feel, I feel like we got real close last week. <laughs> 
So it was so funny because like uh, another peek behind the curtain is I don't th- I don't think I mentioned it last show. Part of last week, the stress of it was getting everybody together and just having no control over my own show. Secondly, yeah. I don't think I mentioned this part. Um, how do I say this? Uh, that the day before, I was in like the second worst pain I've ever been in physically, um, and I was not really feeling good when we recorded yeah. the show. So I was like, is part of this that I'm just in incredible pain? So like, mm. I'm a little bit more frustrated and a little bit more kind of on edge or whatever. Um, and maybe that's worn off because I'm feeling better now. It was, it was kind of a scare. I thought I re-injured something from a long time ago. I ended up not. It was just like a little tweak. It took me a, mm. a week to, re- to recover. I'm fine now. Um, but it was scary and it hurt a lot. Um, so I was like, did that color my experience? Because like, you know, I, I sat through editing and I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of entertaining. You know? <laughs> okay, good, 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 so good. I felt a little bit better about it, but that doesn't mean I ever want to do it again. I think, I think we might try again at 400 in two and a half years. <laughs> That's fair. I think, yeah, give it two and a half years, episode 400. We'll revisit this. Okay. Uh, one of the things that we, we, um, we didn't get to was uh, I was trying to share like my favorite moments with everybody. And I, and I just shared one of the ones that I had with you, uh, mm-hmm. which was all the pranks that I've pulled on you. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, some of the other ones, some of these I had written down last week, ironically enough, one of them popped up on like my time hop, like the, you know, you, Oh, you posted this three years ago today. So I think I'm literally wearing the hat that we got the day that this happened. I think one of, one of my favorite moments, hands down, is the entire recording that we did in your brother Nick Sharapa's house. Right. When I came to Pittsburgh, I bought this hat that says Greatest Grandpa, uh, and then we went to his house. I was completely unprepared because you lied to me, and you told me, we're going to go to breakfast, and we'll come home and get cleaned up, and then we'll go record. And we went straight from breakfast to, to his house. I, yep. was, I, I, was, I was all sweaty. I had, I had nasty clothes on. Um, I didn't have a hat. I hadn't shaved my head. Like, it was just – it was a terrible setup. Yes. And then – one, it was just fun doing the show together. But two, your brother, cl- I remembered that he climbed in into the, like, there was a window behind us. And he climbed right. into the window. At mm. the end of the show, he climbed out of the window. <laughs> like, we're just recording a podcast. Your brother's just hopping in and out of this eight-foot window. The commercials were amazing <laughs> for that. Because that's what they were. And there's another, like, and Nick, it's funny. You get Nick, you you give him a chance to be creative, and he'll just come up with the funniest stuff. Like, just chugging water uh, during, like, you're doing a regular commercial, and someone else is chugging a ton of water. And it was just amazing. It was, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Having Nick in the room, I think, made that. It it was fun for me because I love people like Nick and you have this too. Nick Nick a little bit a little bit more than you, but you have sure. this and I think it's why we all get along. Mm-hmm. Um but anytime we have like a creative idea or we're like or in front of a camera, yeah. we're just going to go, right? Yeah. So the fact that y'all thought that like you were just going to drink that water and it would yeah. end at some point yeah. and then me having a mic in front of me and a camera on I just kept talking and making things up, meaning you had to chug the entire pitcher of water and it got all over you. Like you thought you were going to win and I won and it felt very <laughs> you good. You did. You, you did have the easier job, I feel like. Taylor, no, like coming up with more stuff to say is easier than Father Anthony drinking an entire pitcher of water for sure. Right. Which means that I got myself in the situation I was in. You got yourself in the situation you were very in. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Um, uh, another one was, I forgot about this. Um, it, what didn't happen during the show, but it definitely came up on our next show. Um, mm. 
one time I called you, uh, just as I randomly do every now and then I like something for the show comes up or just like a priest thing. I have a priest question or something funny happens. Like I want to tell you, and it's just like a funnier story. So I don't just text you. Right. Yeah. And I, and I call you and I maybe called you, you know, maybe twice a month at the time. And I just randomly call you Yeah. and I'm like, Hey man, what's up? I was just thinking about you because of X, Y, and Z. What, What are you doing? And you said, I said, uh, I just ran off the side of the road. I think I'm that's what a, I said. Yeah, you said, I'm in a ditch. <laughs> I'm in a ditch. Yes, that's what I said. And I'm like, I was in shock. What? <laughs> you were. You were incredibly in shock. You in that ditch is how I looked on all of last episode. <laughs> you drove up yeah. the side of the road into a ditch, and you were you were as calm as you are now. You were like, yeah, I'm in a ditch. I just drove off the side of the road. And I'm like, are you dead? <laughs> <laughs> no, te- I'm pretty sure I'm not dead. Yeah, that was me driving back from uh, Notre Dame and on the highway. And all of a sudden, all the traffic had stopped. And in order for me not to rear end this semi, I just scooted off the side of the road. And then a nice, an- and then the guy who d- was driving the semi, I think he was the same guy, was able to, I couldn't get my car out of the ditch. And he's like, do you want me to try? I was like, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And lo and behold, he got in my car, got it out of the ditch, drove all the way back home to Pittsburgh. Incredible. It was crazy. It was insane. It, it, it was such a great moment. And then uh, finally, I was going to mention the chugging the water. But yeah. this is the one that came up in Time Hop the other day. Yeah. I had completely forgotten about this. And I think it might be our greatest moment together on, on the show. Yeah. Um, you were talking of, or we were talking about the burning bush, right? Yes. And like revisiting that story. <laughs> And you said something that I had never heard in my life that you you because we were saying like, oh, is it God or is it like the angel of the Lord? And you mentioned that it was an angel of the Lord mm-hmm. in the burning bush. Yeah. And I was just like immediately in my head. I just had this picture of like the angel being given that role. God being like, hey, I need you to go. This bush is going to be on fire. I need you to go in that. And immediately just pictured the angel constantly burning just like ah why did you give me this job i thought i didn't have to go to hell and it's one of the greatest things i think we've ever accomplished i think it's the funniest i've ever laughed on your show <laughs> like that maybe it was the day too but whatever that like killed me in that moment <laughs> just the idea of this angel going ah! <laughs> He's, uh, the lord's trying to talk to moses and it's just this background like would you shut up angel and he's like, <laughs> i'm melting it was great it was great um okay so uh the funny thing for me that i realized last week and this will be the last thing that we talk about from uh, uh navel gazing and looking at last week which sure, is an sure. episode looking at the last 299 episodes but um <laughs> like it was very funny because like we have worked pretty hard to like build the chemistry between me and the other co-host right yeah. so like and it took some time to be like, oh, I need to shut up and let Anthony talk. Or this is the moment, like, when Taylor shuts up, it's like, oh, uh, the other person needs to talk and not just go, uh-huh. And then we, I was yeah. like, I'm done. Like, I need you to you know. it, it just took a while to kind of build our chemistry with all, with me and all four of the co-hosts. And then I realized that last week, I think the moment that you saw me give up was the, like, I realized that I was, it was like in this moment that we were at a four-way stop. And it's like, oh, no, you go. Oh, no, you go. Oh, and now we're both going to go. And then we wreck into each other. It's like, well, now can I go? Because a wreck just happened. Do I just go to my house? Or And then Allison's like, oh, can I go? Like, I have to go get my kids. Like, it was just this whole four-way stop thing of the, nobody knew when to talk or when to say anything. And because of that, like, usually, like, 
in a normal episode, if you if we're talking, it's like, oh, I had planned to share this story. And then you say something in response, like, oh, that actually piques my interest. And we talk about that right. for a little bit. And then we come back to the story. Well, then it was like a branching option tree where there was like 10 things, 10 directions we were going. And I'm like, I don't know how to bring this back. So I'm just going to say the segment's over and we'll come back in a few minutes. <laughs> it's like what should have been a relay race turned into bumper cars. Like there was no direction. There was no like there was movement, like stuff happened, but we didn't go anywhere. We just ran into each other a bunch. Of, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because right when you said relay race, I immediately went to track because I'm a track coach. Yeah. And it would be like getting everybody set up in the eight lanes. And like yeah. when the gun goes off, you're all supposed to run in your little thing and everybody just scatters. <laughs> The gun goes off and everybody runs into the four different cardinal directions. Throws the baton up in the air and just scatters. Allison went south, southwest. You turned around and ran the wrong way. (laughs) It's very funny. So, um, well, we also uh, we also got this uh, this comment. Um, It was not in regards to episode three hundred, but the previous episode with Liv and I. Yeah. So um, his his comment was on a video of the show. Where I was sharing this story is actually a pretty pretty cool story of like this incredible confession that I had. And there were a, a couple of funny parts, but for the most part, it was like I was getting goosebumps retelling the story because it was like this incredible moment where I felt God's presence and God's grace. Yeah. And it was just it was so ridiculous how perfect it was that it was kind of silly. And so Andy Shaggy Cordy, who is who's probably our uh, most most uh, rabid listener, and I Number didn't one say super I, fan. Yeah, I didn't say avid on purpose. I said rabid. Yes, he's crazy. Um, so, uh, he said, so I was thinking about it. It's probably best that you told this to Liv Harrison because all the other co-hosts would have acted positively but not laughed. So Liv had this balance of, like, laughing but then also being like, oh, that was really nice and really special, right? Yeah. And and I thought about it because, like, there are certain topics that I save for certain people. We've talked about that before, right? Yeah. But my my initial I had never thought about it from this aspect of like how like an alternate universe, like do the same show with all four of you and just see how how it goes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he said, I'm and I, I responded, I'm interested to know how you think the others would have responded. And he gave entire scenarios where everyone responded. So I'm going to be uh, Allison and John responding to me. And then mm-hmm. you're going to be you responding to me. All with all written by Andy, who is a yeah. comic writer. <laughs> it's just very funny. Um, Allison would have been after. I, so I just shared this amazing story about my confession. Allison, hands clasped over mouth. Oh my gosh, Taylor, that's so special for you. Don't you just love it when the Lord reminds us that He loves us by giving us uh, 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 these special little moments that they may not mean anything to anyone else, but they are in place just for you. And then she goes on to preach for five minutes, and then yeah. it ends with, "Oh, I just love that. Look at you. <laughs> it's perfect. It perfectly it's really encapsulates good. Allison." Yeah. And then Jonathan, which he spelled wrong, um, in all caps. Oh my gosh, bro! That's so amazing. Did you? Um, did you? In parentheses, goes into a question. <laughs> John totally does that. John, uh, he's such a lovable, lovable little boy. And every now yes. and then, like I'll be telling a story about confession, and then he'll ask me a question about soccer, and I'm like, like, are, are you going somewhere with this, are or you, is this just a question? <laughs> And then finally, oh. finally, uh, he responds as you. So I would like you to yeah. act out you written by Andy Cody. You know, that's it's tougher than it sounds. Like I have to try to use like my voice naturally with someone else's words that are my words. Okay. <laughs> so this is this. I'm going to try to stick to what he wrote. 
Uh, so you just told me this beautiful story about confession and everything. Wow, you know, that's pretty spectacular. Uh, okay, let me try again. <laughs> wow, that's pretty spectacular. Uh, that would just line up to happen. Oh my gosh. Okay, I actually have to read it. Sorry, it's one more time. <laughs> it's so hard to be Acting you. as myself is so difficult. <laughs> so difficult to act as myself. <clears throat> wow, that's pretty spectacular. That would just happen to perfectly line up like that. It's almost like God was trying to encourage you to go to confession more frequently, <laughs> but not me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was perfect. Good. I was like, that's that's perfectly encapsulated all of the co-hosts, and it made me very, very happy to see that. So um, don't go anywhere. Whenever we come back, I'm going to tell Father Anthony about my recent uh, – trip that I just took. We went on vacation, my wife and I, for the first time in a very long time. Um, and I have thoughts. I have lots of thoughts because I was able to think and relax for a while. Don't go anywhere. Over the last few episodes, I've been thanking you guys because we finally hit the big milestone of a thousand subscribers on YouTube. We actually just hit 1100. It's actually very pretty, very pretty exciting. That's what a professional YouTuber and podcaster would say. Uh, but the next big thing that we need your help with is in order to become a YouTube partner, the, the other thing that we need other than a thousand subscribers is 4,000 hours of watch time. We've got about 22, 2300, but here's where we need your help. One, you could just watch this show on YouTube. If you typically enjoy it on the podcast, we started the podcast five years before YouTube. So not a lot of, a lot of you guys listen on the podcast. If you listen on the go, that's perfectly fine. But if you're just sitting around the house and you can push play on it, that would be hugely tremendous for us, especially as we make this final push to 4,000 watch hours. Also, I mean, you can cheat the system if you want. Just hit play on a, on a playlist and go run errands or whatever. Go work out. Go to church. Like, go to work. I mean, it'll just play for eight hours while you're at work. It would be really helpful for us. YouTube.com slash Forte Catholic. Just hit play on one of those playlists and see what happens. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Father Anthony Scaramucci Sharapa. Uh, nice. Father Anthony, I was uh, 10 to 15 minutes late to Mass this week. Unforgivable. I know. It's, it really is, but it also totally isn't because it wasn't my fault. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, my wife and I went on our first vacation, uh, and we didn't realize this until we got there, but it's our first vacation, just the two of us, since the year of our Lord, 2016. That's a ridiculous. You've had... The children have been not existing since that time. Right, right. We have a <laughs> we have a five year old. So like literally since before that, like a, a full child. There's a full yes. child that like can like feed herself and is playing in the other room. Yep. Like we haven't gone on a vacation just my wife and I in six years, which is crazy. Yeah. So and it was one of those things. It's like oh, we just kind of lived our life and we didn't even like realize that it had been that long until we finally went. We were like. Oh, this is nice. Uh, where's this been? You know? Like, <laughs> oh, this is a vacation. Oh. Right. So we've had some times that were like staycations because it was like, you know, we 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 had the, you know, we always kind of had babies and life just it changes. And then obviously COVID and all, all this stuff happens. And you were just like, oh, we just didn't even realize it. And we've had some times where, like, we dropped the kids off, like, with my parents or her parents or whatever. But we've had, like, a staycation. We would just come back home and just, like, you know, binge HBO or Netflix or whatever. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like we either had time or money. 
over the last six years. We've never had both at the same time. We, it was like, we have the time to go places and, uh, you know, negative $8 in a bank account. Or, yeah. like, we have a lot of money and that means Taylor's working all the time and I don't have time to travel with her because I'm traveling to go make money, right? Yeah. So, yeah. it just never really worked out. But we were able to go. Um, ironically enough, we were in a similar situation. It's like, will we finally have time? And we don't, like, we have a little bit of money to go on vacation. But then we went and looked at, like, hotels. We were like, mm, oh, it'd yeah. be fun to go to a casino. Because we used to go to casinos whenever we were first married. Like, the last, you know, uh, n- 10 years ago before we had kids and we had fun together, you know? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was like, casinos are fun. We looked at casinos. They were like $250 a night. Uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh, there's no way, you know? And we started looking at other hotels, and they're like $300 a night, $600 a night. I'm like, what is going on? Like, when did this happen? You know? Because <laughs> I get to stay in very – like, what we were looking at were the hotels that I have stayed in recently yeah. for events. and Because other people are paying for the hotels. Right. I don't have to do it, right? <laughs> and then I go and I check the tab, and I'm like, oh, they liked me. This is a really nice place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not paying it, you know? Um so my aunt and uncle let us stay at their at their beach house, which was really, really kind. So cool. we, we were able to like stay for free so that we could then go out and do stuff. And you know, like yeah. you know, we had a we had a blast. We went to Moody Gardens, which is like a you know, just like uh aquarium and like uh they have like a rainforest in there and stuff. So we got kind of like a zoo and then we we were like we went to the beach every day. We we got to we got to go see movies, we got to go, we went, went and saw Nope, which is terrifying, uh and very funny. <laughs> we went and saw yeah. Top Gun Maverick, which I'll have thoughts on here. Uh, some other on our on over on our YouTube series, a Catholic perspective. Like we had, we had a blast. We went to very nice restaurants because we didn't have to pay for where we were. It was just a very very nice, yeah. nice trip. Um, and the thing getting back to mass, right? Oh right, yes. Yeah, remember that? I'm a bad person. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You for, you'd forgotten for a little while. People tend mm-hmm. to do that. They forget, and then they were like quickly reminded. Wait, um, wait a second. He's a bad person. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, we got there Thursday. Thursday, we went into Galveston. It took 30, cool. t- like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, the next day, we go into Galveston. It took 20 to th- 25 to 30 minutes to get into town, 25 to 30 minutes to get out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, we went into town. It took 25 to 30 minutes to get into town. It took 25 to 30 minutes to get out of town. Okay. Sunday morning, we're driving. At, like every restaurant that we went to, it's an island. It's a very skinny, long island. But mm-hmm. like we were driving from like one side of the island to the other. It took 25 to 30 minutes. Like it's not sure. It's an island. It can't be for <laughs> huge, right? Right. You can so, only drive some. Yeah. Right. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like the same drive. And the drive took us over and over again. You'd think Friday night would be busy. Saturday night. Nope. Sunday morning is the busiest moment. We left with enough time to get there 10 minutes early. That was the plan. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're even being good. We planned. We were like, it'll probably take about 30 minutes. We left like 42 minutes early before yeah. mass um we got there about 10 minutes late and then we because we were 10 minutes late we had to park really far and then right. walk to get there so like we walked in like a good 12 to 15 minutes into mass Oof. and uh totally not my fault i don't feel bad about it at all no i actually i don't think you should feel bad about it you like you reasonably planned it's like not like you were sh- planning to show up last second you like you get there with 10 minutes to spare especially if like Things weren't busy like Friday nights. No, I don't think you should feel bad about that. Now, uh, question. Um, what part of the mass did you get into? Like you walk in, what's going on? So I this is this is what baffled me. 
It's a very good question. Where, where do you think I was? Uh, at, a, at a mass um, that you were, 12 to 15 minutes in, where are you at in your typical Sunday masses? So we probably dealt with the first reading. Maybe maybe a psalm response. Because like the Gloria, if it's a big one, maybe it takes like five minutes. So maybe even to the second reading. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think most masses I'm at, it's like we're, it's like Alleluia Gospel time, about 12 to 15 sure, minutes. Sure, sure. May, yeah, maybe, maybe second reading. Dude, we walked in, they were doing a psalm. I have no idea what they did before we got there. <laughs> That's been a really long Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> Like it, you know, like, and that was just the first word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a lot of times, it's those glorias with the with the refrains. I can't stand a gloria with a refrain. It's ridiculous. It always takes way too long. It's a big there's, like a five minute song. There's one that I think that you would like. There's mm. one of those that I like. It's very yeah. cool. It's an English gloria, but the refrain is the Latin for. Oh, dude, it's great. I'm gonna play it for you. Just like I changed your mind on. Mm. Um, uh, whenever you were here visiting Texas, I, I forced you to listen to a song. Do you remember what it, what it was? What song was it? I, I said, you were going to think that you're going to hate this and you're going to love it. It Was a, Was it a cover? I forget what was it. It was. It, yeah, it was, a, it was a Shane and Shane cover of the song that everybody makes fun of on the internet. Oh, it was um, uh, Eagle's Wings. Yes. It was a beautiful, prayerful version of On Eagle's yeah, Wings true. by Shane yeah. and Shane. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's kind of what this is. It's the exception, not the rule. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, I'm sure it sounds very nice, but I don't care because no refrains during the glory. I'm going to put my foot down, but I'll listen to it. We'll see. We'll see. Here's um, the, here's the thing, Father Anthony. This gets yeah. into our uh, not age old, but months old debate. Okay. When I sing the Gloria, I play it maybe not at one and a half speed, but I'm probably playing it at like 1.3, 1. 1. 1.4 yeah, because yeah. I too want to get through this as the musician <laughs> for mass. So if other people are going, Gloria in excelsis Deo. Taylor's on that guitar going, Gloria in excelsis Deo. I'm getting yes. through it, man. <laughs> yes. yes. This, is good. this is good. Okay. I have another question. Yep. Did you get any dirty looks going into mass late? I did not because um, – uh, I guess pun intended. There was a sea of people going in at the same time that okay. we were. Um, it was uh, it was almost a perfect joke because we were by the Gulf of Mexico in a bay, yeah. not quite a sea, <laughs> but it was very funny. There was sure. a, we were engulfed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with people. Mm -hmm. uh, bay Bay was with me. Okay, I'm I'm done. Uh, those jokes oh, got worse and worse dude, as we kept going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so. A lot of people were walking in. It was actually to the point where, like, we were, it was ridiculous how much traffic we were in. So we were, like, kind of, it was frustrating at first because, like, to plan to be somewhere 10 minutes early and yeah. get there 15 minutes late is annoying. So I was a little annoyed, but it got so frustrating that it was funny, you know? Yeah. So, like, as we're driving through the parking lot looking for parking, which clearly we didn't find, there were other people walking in late. And I was looking at them and, like, oh, what sinners. They're so late. How dare they? <laughs> While I'm, like, literally going to walk in behind them. It was very funny. You have an excuse. <laughs> Yeah. They're just terrible people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, we were definitely punished for, uh, even though it wasn't our fault, we were punished for this. Mm. This mass, um, I talked about how, you know, at you know, the begin beginning of lockdowns and stuff, how hard it was for me to go to online mass. And I, yeah. it was just, it was, it was like, it just felt like a podcast and uh, like I'm yeah, watching. Like, it was so strange. 
that's the same exact experience I had at Sunday Mass this weekend, except it was worse because I had to stand up the whole time. Uh, the only spot left to stand. It was standing room. Every chair was taken. Really? Wow. Standing room only. Like, literally shoulder to shoulder with these people. Like, I'm shoulder to shoulder with a person on my left and my right, and, like, very close to the person in front of me, like, to the mm. point that it was awkward for an hour. And I had to be very careful about how I stood because it was an old woman. And I'm like, this is very strange, and I don't like it. And, Anthony, I could not hear like literally it sounded like Charlie Brown. Oh my gosh, yeah. There were pillars between where I was standing and the I couldn't see any of the altar. So I was at this mass. I believe it was a mass. Um yes. there were there you were, were things... told it was a mass. <laughs> right. It got relayed back um, you know. And I could could not hear, could mm. not see. Like legitimately like my feet were hurting. Like I was just like, that was part of it. like my I've been having problems with my feet, plantar fasciitis yeah. going back. I was I was in like my quote unquote nice shoes and not my like walking shoes that are good for my yeah. arches. Like it was excruciating. Like it, it was a very bad experience, right? Being mm-hmm. in here. But because of this, like I had to laugh. I had to right. because like <laughs> there was no other way I was getting through this. Mm-hmm. So where I'm standing, my wife, my lovely, lovely wife, who's incredibly yes. holier than me, but mm-hmm. also knows everything going on in my mind, especially in these scenarios. Like she yes. knows I'm about to like blow my lid. Right. <laughs> so she's like, I'm no, she's typically the very holy one and in, in, in prayer and these sorts of things. Yeah. And what she does is before I even find it, she points to this thing that she's standing next to. So she's kind of catty quarter to me. Just like it's, yeah. there was literally no room. Right. And she points to this plaque on the wall. It's on the it's on the back of this beautiful church. Beautiful church. I mean, I think I almost saw it. Uh, yeah. Beautiful from the outside. The parts right? you saw were very nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> very nice alco- alcove in the back. Um, there's a sign, something that I've never seen anything close to in my life, and it was um, it was from the Daily News, which I learned later in the day is the oldest currently printed newspaper. In, in Texas, meaning it's one of the oldest ones in America, right? Sure. Um, the Daily News has this thing that I think um, you're actually probably familiar with. We A lot of the local places have it where it's like, hey, let's all vote and we'll say like, oh, who has the best barbecue in yeah. town? And you get to yeah. you know nominate. Like that's like y- your podcast was nominated for like, uh, you know, best one in Pittsburgh or whatever, right. right? But it's typically stuff like that, like services or products or whatever. Yeah. Best barbecue, best barbecue sauce, best Mexican food, best podcast. Um, I would like to tell you that this church that I uh, did not have a grand experience in won best worship in the year of our Lord, 2017. The amount of questions I have is best worship. God was most pleased by it. (laughs) Who's voting the angels? Like what? No, the daily news, which means it's either some editors at the newspaper or they open it up to the community, which is what they do here. Yeah. And I just don't know how one goes about winning. I don't understand why you would keep it up if you haven't won since 2017. Like, it's all been downhill. Like, your worship has sucked. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I didn't enjoy it because I'm not (laughs) sure anything happened. Like, there could have been a satanic ritual going on in that church, and I wouldn't have known. (laughs) Like, I'm just not sure what happened that day. Yeah, so best worship is like – 
Christ was best offered on the cross there? Like, is it, was it more efficacious? It was more mass. Like every Eucharist, was the Eucharist, were the hosts bigger? Like what's what's best worship? I don't understand even what that means. <laughs> so what's really funny is you, you just opened up a thought I hadn't even had. I yeah. hadn't thought about how, like, I only thought about other denominations. I didn't yeah. think about the other four Catholic parishes on. on yeah. yeah. Because like <laughs> as a Catholic, and I would assume like, Anybody who goes to any church needs to think that they're in the one that's right and the best, right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I think as Catholics, we say that and we believe that, and I actually believe that it's true. But yeah. if you're at the local Baptist church, you're probably not like, ah, the Methodist church down the road's better, but I'm going to stay here. You're at the place that you think is the best, right? Right. That's why you named it First Baptist, because it's <laughs> right. the first place, Baptist church. Yeah. Right. I finally saw one in Houston. There's one called Second Baptist. I'm like, they did it! What? They acknowledge that they acknowledge that they're not first. <laughs> That's amazing. But I was thinking about it from like our our uh, our Protestant friends, where they're sure. like, you know, what what do you mean those Catholics win this year? And then, but I didn't even think about the other masses, where it's just like, oh, your Jesus, your host was only ninety nine percent Jesus, and not mm-hmm. hundred. Yeah, it must like, have been that. How do you how do you judge this, right? And then there's like our Muslim friends. They're like, "Oh, I guess the Christians win this year. We'll be back next year." <laughs> I just don't know how you go about this. Oh, uh, imagine like being some other denomination. Like you've disappointed your God, like your <laughs> right. Hindu or whatever, and the God's like, "You did not worship the best." Right. <laughs> struck by lightning. I don't know. But uh, oh, yeah, was like the shiniest vestments. What's best? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure it's just arbitrary. And they're like the, that one parish is like, hey, pull out your phones during the homily and go vote for us yeah, right now. You know, exactly. like, <laughs> it was just very silly. And then um, right under that sign, like I just couldn't pay attention. Like there's nothing. To, it's not that I like wasn't cho- like I couldn't. Pay, there was nothing to pay attention to. I couldn't right. see her here and I couldn't move. Right. So I'm standing there in this, in this church and um, there's all these like books and pamphlets and like holy items. So I'm like, I'm just going to treat this like it's a pre-Vatican II mass and like just read <laughs> yeah, and like read, read these prayer cards. Like just cause I lit, I'm literally not, I, I, I can't choose anything else. There's nothing else I can. And do. who knows? The mask could have been in Latin. You couldn't tell from all the <laughs> yeah. way back there. <laughs> I'm not sure. So I start looking at this book, um, and it is. I'm just going to tell you who it's who it's by, and people can have their things. Their uh, whatever. We're not getting into who it's about, but it's a book by Matthew Kelly. Everybody can have their thoughts about him. That's sure. That's not what this is. What okay. this is is um, something that I found that I then showed to my wife. She, I reciprocated, right? That's what right, good marriage right. is all about. She was like, ha best worship, even though this experience is terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then I found this book. And on the back of the book, um, something that you refuse to do even for your friends um, yes. it's it's the uh, like the little blurbs about how, how great this book is right yeah you the, the you know the fa- you famously wouldn't even lie and said that you read fa- uh, you know father harrison's book and correct you, you could have just been like father harrison is a great man and uh, he's incredibly smart and i know you're going to enjoy this book you wouldn't even lie and nope. say that yeah Mm-mm. so i'm a bad friend before i read this um i want to do a little bit of uh, a trivia with you Pretty easy okay. trivia, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You you watch the big Avengers movies, right? Like the I, I know you're not a huge Marvel fan, but like you no, watch. I've watched. I haven't seen many of the new phase 
That's perfectly phase. fine. You're doing okay. you're doing fine. But okay. the biggest cultural phenomenon ever, Avengers yeah. Endgame. You saw that one. Yes? I did see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did that uh not how did that movie end, but for for Captain America. Yes. Do you remember where we left off with Captain America? Yeah, yeah. He decided to go back in time and live out his life kind of as a normal dude with his uh girlfriend. Exactly. And he, and, yeah. He like retired yeah. basically. Retired old man, not going to be a superhero anymore. Uh, do you remember his name? Not Captain America. His his name is it Will Rogers or it's <laughs> Rogers? Yeah, not Will Rogers. I know him. It's yeah. Steve Rogers. <laughs> Steve Rogers. Okay, good, good. Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers right? yeah. So here's a quote. I've never heard of Matthew Kelly. His words and idea are so clear, practical, and hopeful. I'm so glad that I discovered him. This quote was by. Steve Rogers in Amarillo, Texas. I found him. <laughs> Just Guys, I found dude. him. I found him. Uh, Captain America went out and lived his life with Peggy. He moved to Amarillo, Texas. And America's ass and that good old Protestant boy found his local Catholic church and Matthew Kelly converted him through his book. And he wanted to write a blurb about it. I think it's absolutely true because if Captain America were to retire somewhere, he would retire in Texas, which is the America of America. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And thank God that Matthew Kelly, you know, he converted Steve Rogers. That's a big win for us. I, I'm, I'm really happy about this. Like, you know, we're always really happy. It's like, oh, yeah, we've got Mark Wahlberg. Now we have Captain America on our team. Yeah, it's a big win. It's, mm-hmm. it's really, really cool. Okay. Um, the crazy thing about this mess is uh not only what i've already shared but um it came time for communion and about you know 20 minutes into the communion line it finally gets back to the back of the church where we were allowed to stand you know Mm -hmm. and i'm walking up and as i'm walking back to um from communion you know there's all these people kneeling and stuff and they're kneelers they had chairs you know they were the lucky ones Mm -hmm. and there's this there's this pretty woman like staring at me for like a long time. Yeah. And I'm like, That's this weird. is weird. Like, it's kind of weird, awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I get closer and I get closer. And like, it's one of those things like she locked eyes with me. So I had to like lock eyes with her. And I was yeah. like, what is this? You know? yeah. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> and I get closer to her and I realize it's a woman from my home Paris where I grew up that I haven't seen in like over a decade. And she was the mom of of this girl that that was like in junior high when I was in high school. So I was like a high school counselor for her junior high camp. Uh, when I was in high school, this woman was the volleyball coach at our local school, and I had a crush on her. That's who it That's was. Crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> what a weird mass experience all that was. I was an hour from. I was an hour from where. We both lived when I was growing up. She doesn't live there anymore. She just happened to be at that church. Yeah. I have that entire experience. I'm talking to her after mass. I talked to my wife whenever we be- get back from communion. She said, did you see the Condrillas? And I said, no. I was busy staring at this other woman. <laughs> <laughs> she points over a people from my current parish, which is three hours from where we were. They were at mass with their entire family on vacation. And I'm like, I've served on a core teams for this guy. I've taught at that girl's youth group. Like, what is happening? What? Like, I feel like I walked into a fake scenario when I entered this church because it was all so ridiculous. <laughs> it's all like perfectly constructed to mess with your brain. 
It's like right. a CIA psyop on Taylor <laughs> Schroll just to mess with you. Right. It's ridiculous. So um, to close up, right across the street, right across the street from this church, is this place called the Bishop's Palace. The Bishop's Palace. Um, what are your initial? I haven't told you anything about it. What are you? What are your initial thoughts when I give when I tell you the words Bishop's Palace? Is it like some sort of chess themed restaurants? No, it's not. Okay. Um. Ba, 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 is it? Um. Yeah. Uh. Is it? Don't tell me it's actually the Bishop's House. Um. I have good news. Okay. It is not the Bishop's House. Okay. Anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, uh, in the year of our Lord 2013, mm-hmm. the Catholic Diocese of Galveston, Houston, sold the Bishop's Palace to like the, the Historical Society or whatever. Right? Sure. So it is now owned by like some government agency, right? Okay. But the bad news is in the year of our Lord 1800 something, yeah. uh, the Bishop bought this house. Um, that quite literally looks like a castle. If you're watching on YouTube, I just popped up a picture of it. It's utterly ridiculous. It has 56 rooms. It looks like, like, I literally felt like I walked into Bridgerton, like a, an episode of Bridgerton, like these <laughs> these huge palaces. It literally looks like a castle. Like, if I walked up with my kids and I pointed at it, they would say the word castle, all three of them differently. <laughs> like, it looks like an, ab- like an actual castle. 56 rooms, tha- tens of thousands of square feet. And they say that it was just for the one bishop for over a hundred years. Over a hundred years, the church owned this. And um, I, I, I'm not proud <laughs> to be a Catholic at that moment. <laughs> what, what? So he just lived in this big empty house? I assume people I, obviously were there to cook his food. And, I like, hope he was alone. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my hope. I can see that you're Googling it. I'm going to send you a picture of it. It's, it's yeah. absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, right? So... It's this huge house. Ridiculous. Look at it. Look at your face. You're, you're in utter shock. Utter what? shock. Yeah. So it the is bishop, nice looking. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Too nice. Right. So here's the thing. Um, I, I've been going back and forth on this. Like how much extravagance is too much extravagance. Right. Because sure. here are two things. Two things that I hold. Right. A, a bishop, anybody, I know that like, you know, you like as like a, you know, like a non-religious priest, like you're not in an order or whatever. You're like a Christian priest. You didn't take the vow of, of poverty, which a lot of people mm-hmm. assume that you did. You don't yeah. have to be poor, but no. you just are right. You're yeah. just not. <laughs> <laughs> um, well put. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but like, there's a certain point where it's just ridiculous, right? Like that's yeah. it, I, 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 at some point, and it might still be now, the nicest house in all of Galveston, right? Like, there's no reason that somebody should live in that, a bishop should live in that house yeah, by himself. No, no reason. No. Literally none, right? At the same time, um, bishops don't need to be homeless, right? Mm-hmm. So there's got to be, and like, you know, I think a lot of bishops have like nice houses. It doesn't bother me at all, right? Uh, you know, a few hundred thousand dollar houses for the for the you know, fanciest Catholic. and It's like, that's fine, right? Yeah. But... What I, what I was thinking about was obviously this place is ridiculous, and I'm very glad the bishop sh- or our, the current bishop sold it because, um, yeah, we just don't need that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just utterly ridiculous. But mm-hmm. I, I started realizing that like 
you know, people debate all the time. Oh, the church should sell all its art. And, you know, meanwhile, somebody brought a $23 million infinity gauntlet to San Diego Comic-Con. Nobody <laughs> bats an eye, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, but your local pastor needs to sell the, you know, the painting and the sanctuary. Leave him alone, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I started thinking about it. It's like we have these clear times where it's ridiculous, right? Like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this bishop owning this house. It's so stupid. And then I was like, I think we most people agree that they, they can live in a nice house, just not that nice. And there's some middle ground. And I started yeah. realizing that like most people, most you know, people of goodwill think that. But we often argue. Like we're off by a few percentages from each other. Yeah. And we're like, oh, no, no. Like, wait, what's the number? The bishop owns a one point two million dollar house. And a bunch of other priests live there. Is that uh, is that too much? I say no. Other people say yes, and that money should be going else. Like we're arguing about like these little these little yeah. minutia, right? And I got to, I was just like it, it shook me. One, it shook me that like the church ever owned this, right? And then yeah. I was thinking about it, and I was like, it it kind of shook me even more that people of goodwill are constantly arguing about things that are like percentage points off. And they feel like they're on complete opposite ends. It's like, no, the bishop should have a $300,000 house. It's like, isn't your house $300,000? Like, oh, oh no, you should have a 1.2. Isn't your house $1.2 million? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're all in this this little area and we're arguing. We make enemies of each other when we're actually not that far off. Yeah, yeah. I think most people are like... It's okay for the bishop to live in a nice house, should not live in a mansion, and our definitions of that might be different. But Taylor, you're forgetting the best part about being right about something is knowing that other people are wrong. Right. And like, why would you? Why would you say you're saying, "Hey, can't we always get along as Christians? There's more in common than we have against each other." But to say that would deny people the ability to feel superior to others, and you know, that's that's worth its weight in gold right there. That's worth a thousand bishop mansions just feeling superior about your opinion about a thing that doesn't matter as much as you think it does. I'm right? gonna offer I'm gonna offer a solution. Okay. Uh it's gonna help everybody that's listening to this grow in holiness. I'm mm. gonna offer this solution. I've offered it before and I just feel like people didn't really take it up. But it's a it's a I feel like it's a good challenge. Okay. If you just assume if, if you're if you're ever wondering where to fall on something, if you're like, oh, I'm too far this way, I'm too far that way. Just listen to this show and listen to what I have to say. And then if you just go with that and just assume I'm right, there you then go. you're free to not have that on your conscience and on your soul. Um, you're not falling into the trap that Father Anthony just, just talked about. I have just saved you from that trap by just uh, telling you what is right. And you can just believe that and move on with your day. Yeah, and you don't even have to know what Taylor believes. You just, whenever the topic comes up, say, hey, listen to this guy, Forte Catholic. Check out his podcast. Subscribe to him on YouTube. Like, you don't even have to know what Taylor thinks. Look at the freedom in that. You've just avoided all that drama. I know. Beautiful. I think I think it's great, and it's gonna we're we're gonna circle back to this in our final segment. Where okay. We're gonna uh, our final segment is going to be called "Is This a Sin?" Don't oh, go anywhere. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You've made it two thirds of the way through the podcast. Well, at least two thirds of the way through the segments. I'm I'm proud of you. You did it. You made it here. If you've made it this far, that probably means you have enjoyed something. If you did, um, if you enjoy the ministry that we are doing here, if you enjoy the show, if you've enjoyed any of our retreats, our talks, um, any any of the other shows that we work with, we would very much invite you 
to um, to, to show a little thank you to uh, to the ministry, to show a little thank you to God by supporting us financially. ForteCatholic.com slash donate. We are a uh, Catholic nonprofit, a 501c3, so it's just like giving to your giving to your church for tithing. Uh, the government says it's a okay. We'll send you a you know a tax deductible thing at the end of the year. It's like actually legit for the last couple of years. So um, we would very much just invite you if even if it's you know five bucks a month, twenty five bucks a month, fifty dollars a month, or if you can't give monthly and you're just like hey I like this episode in particular, you can give a one time donation as well. ForteCatholic.com/slash/donate. We thank you in advance. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I'm Taylor Stroll. That's Father Anthony Sharapa. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, whenever I go on vacation, I typically come back with lots of thoughts because I'm not just like constantly focused on like editing audio and editing video all day. I can like think the weird thoughts that I would like to think, right? So sure. here, here was my first thought that literally led to the birth of this new segment called Is This a Sin? Um I was offered one of those um non-plastic straws, like one of those alt straws, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, like the paper straws paper and metal and stuff and here's a question that i don't think anybody has asked in this debate and I, I i want you to i want you to really really hear me on this okay father anthony shrapa mm-hmm. who has been taking my plastic straws and giving them to turtles <laughs> <laughs> like i put them in the trash can yeah and i assume that goes to a landfill and I'm right. surrounded by lots of land. This is Texas. There's lots of right. land before I get to water, right? Uh, sure. We're also in a drought. It hasn't rained here in uh, two months, and we're all dying and melting. But that's beside the point. How? Who is taking the straws that I used at a landlocked restaurant and wrapping them around a turtle's foot? I don't understand who's doing this. And how is that my fault? <laughs> uh, wow. Um I don't know how that works or why that's a question a Roman Catholic priest would be able to answer for you. Uh, but uh, it's really why you're here. Is, <laughs> yeah, maybe that guy. We should find who that guy is. That guy's a jerk. Yeah, he's the one that needs to be punished, not me with a plastic straw that falls apart in my mouth. Yeah, you know? you're Good. correct. So I'm answering the first question was, is drinking plastic straws a sin? The answer is clearly no. And I'm answering that one. The rest of these, I'm going okay. to leave up to the Catholic priest's discretion. More more along, along the lines here. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one was something that um, it, it bothered me for a while. So um, I went and, and got a massage. Now, that's not the part where I think it's a sin. I, I get massages all the time. Mm-hmm. Or not all the time. It's been a while. But I used sure. to get massages all the time. And they help me with all of my physical ailments, right? So uh, I went and got a massage. And there was this, it was, it was a guy. And it was at this, uh, like, Asian, pretty clearly Asian salon. Everybody mm-hmm. there was Asian. The, uh, the art style was, you know, very, very Asian and, like, kind of, you know, other religious items and all that kind of stuff, like non non Christian things. Sure. Which doesn't bother me at all. Okay, I mean, it's yeah. perfectly fine. That's not why I'm going. I'm not going there to pray. I'm going there for a, a, a guy to beat up my hamstrings so that they don't yeah. snap in half, you know? Yeah. So I, I go in and like usually I would like you take off all my clothes, but at this place, I guess because of all the Deshaun Watson stuff, they're like, leave your boxers on. Yeah. And like we just don't even want to deal with it, you know? Yeah. Um and so I, I left my boxes on. I covered, covered myself up. 
uh, with a towel, but then I like I took my necklace off because like I had this really long necklace. I've talked about it before. It's it's from my confirmation. I've been wearing it every day since my confirmation, like two thousand six or seven, whatever year it was, right? Yeah. But it gets in the way when he's trying to like massage my neck or if he's trying to massage, you know, like my like my upper upper back or whatever, right? So I always take it off. It's one of the yeah. rare times that I take this necklace off, right? Um, so we get into the massage and he's, uh, he's like, like my feet had been, you know, I mentioned earlier, my feet had been having problems. So he's massaging my feet and it was actually, you know, a lot of like muscles in there were really hurting. So that part kind of hurt. And then he starts massaging my back and it starts to feel good and all this kind of stuff. Right. And getting, working out all the kinks. And then, um, he does something that I've never experienced before, which was like the hot rocks. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, okay. Like the heated up rocks. And you put those on my back. Right. And I'm okay, like, Oh, yeah. This is new, so I'm having this new experience, right? Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then I, I flip over so that he can like massage like you know the tops of my legs and like my arms and like you know my, my neck and all this stuff. Yeah. And I and I have my eyes closed because you know it's really weird to just stare at some guy while he touches you, you know. So Fair. I have my eyes closed, and I, I, everything that I've told you is in my mind. Where I am, all all this stuff. It's just you know I'm just sitting there thinking about it. And while it's right after the rocks, I flip over mm -hmm. and he's, he starts massaging like my arms, like my forearms. Right. And I feel something being wrapped around my fingers. Right. And it feels like this chain. And I'm like, oh, like, is this some kind of like, you know, Reiki or some other religion or some, you know, like prayer beads? Like, I don't I don't know. And my eyes are closed. Okay. So yeah. I'm not sure. So, um. In my in my in my first instance where you're answering on is this a sin, um, being in a, a place where Christianity is clearly not the religion, and I have my eyes closed, um, it, one is this a sin, and do I need to open my eyes and check? Okay, so um, I'm glad the story went in that direction when you're talking about whether something is a sin or not. Could have gone a lot of other directions. Uh, so this is good, good start. Um, is it a so i think that you're just assuming that whatever's happening has some sort of religious significance which is a bit of a leap like okay sure you see these decorations and stuff you assume they have religious significance but to jump right to whatever is touching my hand has religious significance mm, okay but since you think that way you probably have an obligation to check to see, right? Because uh, it would literally just take you opening your eyes and looking at your hand, right? Yep. This is not more complicated than that. Yeah. Okay. I, like so, at the point at this point, yeah, I'm very relaxed because it's like 45 minutes into into the massage, but it's also like if it is something. It's like, if I take it off, is it rude? Like, it's it's just kind of awkward, right? So I'm very right. relaxed and not like like me right now, like jumping to do anything. I'm very relaxed and I want to stay relaxed, but also I'm like, this is kind of weird and I don't want to have an awkward situation. Okay. I would say that if there was some doubt, whether it, like, okay, maybe your first law is like, this is something religious. Then you're like, no, Taylor, that's ridiculous. It probably isn't. And then, you know, so you can, you ignore it. That'd be fine. If oh, I didn't think there was another option. Okay. Uh, I think you have an obligation to see then. So in that case, yeah, I think uh, well, you got a little venial there. Okay. Um, here, here's, here's the end. Here's how it ended. Yeah. Taylor did not open his eyes. Yeah. 
I, I wanted to enjoy my massage and not have to deal with this. I was having a day. <laughs> I yeah. did not want to deal with if this is some, uh, you know, prayer beads from another. I just don't want to deal with it. It wasn't like my thought was like, this isn't my intention. Yeah, I especially didn't because like <laughs> the reason why you wouldn't is because you didn't want to deal with it if it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. A little uh, bit. So um, here's how it ended. Okay. He leaves. You know, 10, yeah. whatever, 10, 15 minutes, you know, time doesn't exist whenever you're there, right? Until it's over. Sure. <laughs> he leaves. And so I, I, I'm about, you know, I get up to get up and get dressed. And the first thing that I do is I open my eyes and I look at my hand. Yeah. And what, what do I find wrapped around my fingers? You know, is is like pretty intricately wrapped, like through, yeah. through my fingers about, about five, six times. Right. What do I find? Your necklace. My necklace. Yay. <laughs> I, it just didn't cross my, it didn't cross my mind. My yeah. idea that it was something re- uh, religious was very correct. This has been blessed <laughs> multiple times. It's got Jesus on. It's got Mary. It's got Saint Michael. Yeah, it one hundred percent was something that was blessed. And and I, I like, I went. For, I, I I felt bad that I like assumed that it was something else yeah. when this guy who I think you know I, I I not clearly but I would assume doesn't believe what I believe. Yeah took something that he knew was important to me because he saw that it was the last thing that I took off. Cause I don't like not wearing it. I don't, yeah. I don't take it off for anything. If I think I'm going to lose it or if it's like going to be in the way for an hour, I'll take it off. But like, I don't take it off for, I, when I walk through metal detectors, it is on. I would rather yeah. than pat me down than take this off. Right. Yeah. The fact that, that he was respectful enough of like me and my beliefs that he, that he knew that I didn't like, like somehow instinctively knew that I didn't yeah. like being without it. It was incredibly special and I felt terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. You were very judgmental of this guy. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> all right. The next, next is this a sin? Okay. You've, you've, uh, you've, y'all have DoorDash, Uber Eats. Yes. What do you use? What do you use? Uh, I use DoorDash a lot, but depends. Uber Eats depends on the area. I got you. Okay. But, uh, so I use, I use DoorDash, Uber Eats, like the, the, uh, the cutoff line is like the street over. <laughs> that okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too far. We'll deliver 40 feet that way, but the extra 40 feet is too far. Yeah. So I, I don't like them. I like DoorDash. Uh, maybe they'll become a sponsor, but they're not. Um, great. I was ordering on DoorDash mm-hmm. and like a typical order, you know, you go in, you pick your, your, um, your entree, you pick your sides and you know, it'll, it'll have like suggested sides or suggested drinks or whatever. So I go in, and I, I'm ordering this meal from a restaurant that I haven't ordered on DoorDash before, right? And I go in, and I order this meal. And then I notice that, like, on, like, the main page that had, like, entrees, sides, appetizers, drinks, all those had prices on them. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, $4, $8, $12, yeah. whatever, right? But once I clicked in to, like, I selected my entree, you know, 10 12 bucks or whatever, all of the options then... For all of the other add-ons, the sides, the drinks, the desserts, did not have a price on them. Okay. They were all listed as free. All right. Was it a sin if I uh, clicked on all the free stuff and paid the price of uh, not all the stuff that I got? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. That's a blessing from the Lord. That's what that is. Hallelujah. Sing his praises. He has fed you yes, with sure manna has. from DoorDash. <laughs> I got so much free food, Anthony. 
they could have charged you if they wanted to, but they didn't. Yeah. Praise, that's wonderful. Yeah, oh, not a sin. Uh, Definitely not a sin. And I feel like I helped them learn a lesson. They probably learned that lesson real fast. Like, how did yeah. this cost twelve dollars? <laughs> so uh, I fed not just me. I fed. So I was ordering. My kids had already eaten, so I was just ordering a quick lunch for myself. I was yeah. in the middle of work day. I didn't want to make stuff for myself. They had taken care of themselves. They had lunchables or whatever. Just ordering for me. It, it was my lunch, my kids' dinner, my wife's dinner. Like, we had a day. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It was very fun. Um, here's, here's, a gen- here's a general one, right? Okay. Um, I was thinking about this because, uh, you know, one of the requ- requirements that people say, or not that people say, one of the requirements for someone to become a saint is to have two confirmed miracles after they are dead. Yeah. Which means that you, uh, me, you, every Catholic, at some point, had to take a risk and ask for the intercessions of someone that we're not convinced is in heaven or even purgatory. Okay. So, uh, uh, Douglas dies. Okay? Douglas is dead. I asked okay. for the intercessions of Douglas. Mm-hmm. Douglas is actually in hell. Hmm. Did I just sin? Did I, did I, did I, by praying to an entity that is now in hell? Okay. Did I just sin by accidentally praying for somebody, asking for their intercession, thinking they might become a saint? Okay. So the assumption here is that you have reason to believe that this person is holy. Yes. Okay. Uh, as long as you like weren't in, yeah. So in that case, no, you're a- absolutely not sinning because you had reason to believe. Because this is the thing, you know, uh, only God judges souls, and someone may look on the outside to be very holy. It turns out they're not, but you. Thought he was Douglas dies, whoever this Douglas is, and you're asking for his intercession. Nothing wrong with that. Now, what happens to your prayers? This is Father Anthony's theology, but I think it's good. There are tons of saints up there who probably have nothing to do, Taylor, because they're not one of the big name saints. They're just hanging out, and I think they get all the all the missed prayers. And all like the uh, mist intercessions, like the swing of the mist, they get to pick up those leftovers. So there's someone up there who's praying for you in heaven. It's not just the Douglas you think it is. This is not the Douglas you're looking for. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Could very well be a Douglas, but uh, not that Douglas. Yes. I tell you what, man, this one bothers me. Why? Like, I, I, so I have heard enough. Uh, Protestant pushback against praying to the saints mm-hmm. that I don't have any problem as a Catholic asking mm-hmm. for the intercession of the saints. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah. I am never and will never be the person. If you die before me, I'm I'm not going to be the guy that you answer a prayer for because I'm not asking. <laughs> I'm not asking. Too risky. I'm not, I, Too I'm risky. not risking it. I'm not asking for 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 uh, uh, Anthony Sharapa. I'm not asking for his prayers when he dies because, you know, you might be in purgatory. You might be in heaven. You might be in hell. It's a crapshoot for me. And I'm just going to keep my prayers with the people that I know are listening and could do something about it. Um, if you're ever confirmed a saint and, the, and I'm still alive at that point, man, I'm going to flood your inbox, dude. Like, but I'm not I'm not going to risk it. It makes me feel uncomfy. Oh, so when I die and I become a saint, but you you didn't trust that I was holy. Uh, but then you find out that I am a saint, um, but you didn't help me become a saint because I couldn't answer any of your prayers. You think I'm going to help you? You think that's what's going to happen? 
You are very low on the list, Taylor. The first people I'm helping out as a saint are the ones who actually were asking for my intercession. I think you becoming a saint and still being spiteful towards me is the most perfect <laughs> image for- of this show ever. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no imperfection exists in heaven except for Anthony's spite of Taylor. <laughs> like, come on, it's funny. Um, that all being said, truthfully, I don't want anyone asking for my intercession. I want them praying for me because like you said, there's a good chance I could be in purgatory or something. Like I need, I need some prayers. Yeah, man. It bothers me. It, it does. Like, I don't I, like, I know, like I've known some people, like I even talked to some people who were like involved in like the trying, the canonization process, trying to help yeah. this holy person in their community that died years ago. I, it's just not for me. I'm glad that there are people that can do it, but I'm not taking the risk. I'm just not going to do it. That's I'm not okay. going to do it. Okay. Yeah. Here's how we're going to end. Um, and it's not quite, um, is this a sin, but it's essentially the same question. It's a question that I've been pondering for a few days now. Okay. Um, and it's kind of where we landed at the end of the last segment, too. But it's a question that I should probably ask myself more. Is this decision, is what I'm doing, is this my agenda? Is this Taylor's agenda? Or is it God's agenda? Ooh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I heard a new definition of sin the other day um, that really hit me. Right. It's like I think I've because I've heard the quote unquote definition of sin. It's like, oh, it's missing the mark, an archery term or it's, uh, you know, uh, but this one was it's like I am choosing what I think is best over what God thinks is best or no. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And it was just like it was just like every time that I sin, it's me saying I know it's going to make me happy. (laughs) And I look at the evidence and it doesn't. And I'm like, it just made me feel real stupid. (laughs) <laughs> but in like an eye-opening way, you know? Yeah. yeah and so yeah. like I started thinking about like, is this decision Taylor's will or Taylor's agenda? Like, is this what Taylor's trying to accomplish? Whether it's professionally, personally, spiritually, ministerially, is this what Taylor's trying to accomplish? Or is it what God's trying to accomplish? And it just it wasn't even a sin thing, but also just like inviting God in more to what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Of like, I want I I want to do deep down, I want to do God's agenda, but I feel like a lot of my decisions are this is what I want to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's going to what uh, a lot of the spiritual masters will talk about when they talk about uh, self-knowledge. Oh, this I'm is a what spiritual they're talking master. About. That's what I just, that, we can end now. That's what I just heard. Huh? <laughs> you are the, realizing I, what many people have realized before is that, uh, that you're finally made catching them up a little bit. spiritual masters, and I'm finally there. I just crossed the threshold. I'm a spiritual master, guys. I did it. We can end Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, regrets. So many regrets. Um the point I'm trying to make, whether or not you are a master, is that by knowing yourself more, you can grow in virtue and avoid sin. So that that question is, is my agenda or God's agenda? Like you have to ask yourself, what are my motivations? Like, why do I desire this? Is it because I'm being drawn to what God wants me to or it's me? It's it's a question that we can ask before especially big decisions, but um, even little ones that are tugging on our gut. Uh, now, of course, you can't like, you know, uh, when you're ordering from DoorDash, you're not sure whether to get a hamburger or a burrito. Uh, it's allowed to be your agenda, Taylor. You can order whatever you want. Don't or, spiritualize well, that. I, I think God's agenda was not to order the extra free 14 burritos. But that's just me. <laughs> no, I think he was blessing you. He was blessing you. So don't over discern things. But in general, I think we should check that. Yeah, absolutely. Whose agenda so- is this? Yeah, I, I thought it was a great spiritual insight. So yeah. of course I made the dis- the, the the terrible decision to tweet it out, um, and it, it's just like 
I'm noticing more and more. This is probably a longer decision, not for today, but I'm noticing more and more that like people just see me as a clown and not like a real person. So whenever Uh I share something like real and deep, it's still a joke, which I appreciate. I'm not mad about it at all. Uh, But it was just very funny. All the responses were, I thought you meant Taylor Swift. Like I'm sitting here making decisions, whether it's Taylor Swift (laughs) or God. And does that's how Taylor I'm Swift want this or does God want this? <laughs> right. That's how um, I go through life. <laughs> and then somebody really pissed me off and said, "Is it like they thought I was talking about Taylor Marshall, which everybody knows pisses me off because I hate that comparison. <laughs> Famously so, yes. Uh, but then the funniest response was uh, from, from a man who was just ordained, the Duke of Pizza. Um, he responded, um, constantly my day is, is this my agenda, Taylor's agenda, or God's agenda? <laughs> And this this now deacon who will be a priest very soon yeah. is uh uh or maybe he just became a priest maybe I'm wrong anyway he's ordained yeah. and uh, he's very big on sharing the love of pizza and I was like the good news is is that pizza is on all three of those agendas yes <laughs> amen mm. so that's where we got to so that's our show it was a very long one today but I feel like I learned a lot about my um personal sin or lack thereof in the in the idea of uh of of my DoorDash order so great. I feel I feel a lot better. I, uh, you thank should. You, thank you for this. You were very mm-hmm. pastoral through my DoorDash massage slash uh, 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 random churches in Galveston. <laughs> I'm always happy to talk about sins or lack thereof, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Well, I'm Taylor. That's Father Anthony Sharapa. He'll be back in a month. I'll be back next week. Say it. Thank you guys so much for being with us today. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, leave a comment on YouTube. Uh, uh, so hit uh, what's the other thing? Review on podcast. Leave it. Leave us five stars. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are listening, give us that five star rating. It just helps other people to find the show. You guys are awesome. I'll be back soon. Love you.